and welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bruce, and I'm joined as always by Nolan. It has been a long time, my man. Welcome back. It's great to see you and hear your voice. Yes, it is, Bruce. Likewise, I mean, it's been a little less than a month since our little jaunt down to Charlotte and Atlanta there. Um, but man, a lot's happened since then. The band uh, has played many shows that we will cover, and you saw two more since then in your hometown of Jack. So, man, I can't wait to talk about your Jacksonville experience, because it was something else. It really, really was. I can't wait either. Um, we've got a little bit of surprises to throw in there for the peeps from the lot. And uh, shout outs, obviously, to everyone that joined us there, um, whether you popped in or stuck around for a little while. Either way, great to see you. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But yeah, Nolan, we have seven shows to go over here. Obviously, I think um, no need to bury the lead. We will get the most deep into Jacksonville, and I think rightfully so. I think everyone would um, prefer that anyways. But Nolan, we will start out with all the way back May 25th down in Tampa. This was the show after the two shows we saw, which seems like a million years ago. May 25th down in Tampa, Florida, Nolan. Pretty solid set, to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel like Tampa usually gets a pretty good show. A uh, friend of the mm. podcast, Adam Walton, was there and uh, sent me some funny videos that I'm going to post on our social medias to hype up this show. It's going to be amazing. Uh, but yeah, 41 opener. That's, that is very nice. Um, and Bruce, just pretty solid... Um, all the way through, we get an early Jimmy thing in the seventh slot. Love an early Jimmy thing. And mm-hmm. might I add that Jimmy thing is so refreshing this year. It is, for me, one of the MVPs so far. I think it's, uh, it's great. It's re-energized. It's rethought. And mm-hmm. um, you could tell the band kind of, you know, made an effort this year to do something different. Yeah, definitely. Uh, totally agree. And uh, we, we've been, and we, meaning the collective fan base, have kind of been asking for that for years. This one was a longer one at just over 12 minutes uh, as far as for this year, I think. I believe they've been clocking in a little bit longer since we saw uh, a couple of Jimmy things uh, about a month or so ago. But that's perfectly fine because there is no annoying sexy MF outro knock on wood that that does not return um but yeah they've been doing a great job with it uh full band there just every single one of them shines obviously um and yeah i believe that they've played it i mean it really doesn't seem like this many times nolan but they've already played it seven times this year uh which Mm -hmm. you know it makes sense it makes sense i mean out of 12 shows you're probably gonna you know you average jimmy every other show so uh that's about right on par there uh, but yeah, I would agree. Pretty solid show here. We did have a tour debut, Nolan. Well, two tour debuts, actually. But oh. um, we had one of the big ones. And this is a crowd favorite, Sledgehammer. Hell yeah. I mean, the fact that Dave even came up with this song and like uh, the lyrics. I mean, he is such a wordsmith and yeah. an incredible original DMB song. Really glad it stuck around for this long. I mean, 
kudos to them. But if when you write a song that good, you have to keep it around, right? Just like Crash. Yeah. I mean, come on. I know. I know. It's played way more than Crash, and I think rightfully so. It's a better song. Uh, Dave gets to dance without a guitar. Gets to do a lot of hip and hand gyrations. I mean, it's what you go to a DMB show to see and hear. Really, um, you know, the vocal mm-hmm. range Dave is able to reach on that one. <laughs> I mean, just astronomical. Um, yeah, so obviously we are not fans of Sledgehammer so much, but it is something that they're going to continue to play pretty much every other show, almost just as much as Jimmy thing probably at this point. If, you know, once they debut it, they're going to come with it and people love it. Uh, we just happen not to. So it is what it is. You can love it if you want. But we Bruce, would just rather something else be played. If the people listening did not catch the joke and actually did think that DMB wrote Sledgehammer, shame on you. <laughs> because I know you're out there. I know you're out there. I know they're oh. out there. They have to be. There's tons. I know of- you're out there. Yeah, and they, they're probably on the rail as we speak. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But Bruce... The show, the song was great back when they first debuted it. It's just a little overplayed. Those first couple years were great. A little overplayed. But anyways, following that up is Dreaming Tree. Glad that got another play. The third of the tour has not been played since, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but other highlights, Break Free. You get a late, so much to say, Bridge, Too Much, Die Trying, Closer. And then tour debut, Dave Solo, Something to Tell My Baby. And um, it's a song that you were able to see in Jacksonville. So let's just keep this thing going, man. I mean, Tampa, solid show, solid show. Um, we're going to mm-hmm. jump ahead, though, because hmm. the band uh, missed some shows in West Palm Beach. Highly anticipated West Palm Beach Memorial Dave weekend. And uh, someone in the band got COVID and they were not able to perform. Mm-hmm. So one would think that it was Dave Matthews himself seeing how they would find replacements, um, stand-ins, if you will, substitutions when other band members um, contracted the virus. But uh, not this time, Bruce. Yeah. Nope. Not this time. Um, so, you know, I, I think we can deduce what we can deduce there for West Palm. But, Nolan, we broke the news on this one. We threw a little teases out there. We had heard some rumblings, and we were like, uh-oh, we better say something because we've got to get a little bit out in front. And we were basically alerted that we could go ahead, and so we started posting it. And I'm sure people then, I think the band, about 20 or 30 minutes later, confirmed that those shows were not going to happen so unfortunate for all of those that were already there. I mean, it was only a few hours before the show's the first night began. That's tough. That's tough. I know people had spent thousands of dollars to be there. Really, really tough position for everyone. Uh, we really feel for those people. Um, at least when we had two band members that were positive for COVID out of the gorge, at least we still got shows. We still got things, and we didn't go out there for nothing. People went to West Palm for nothing. Uh, it's, sure, you still get a vacation, but you don't go for the reason that you went. And some people can't afford to go back. So we really do feel for those people, and we're sorry. That that stinks. But if you are going back, uh, they were rescheduled in August, August 20th and 21st. Saturday and Sunday shows again. Remember, never miss a Sunday show. 
But hopefully most of you that had those plans in the first place are able to go back. And if not, well, maybe next year. Hopefully that'll work out and then maybe this will work out for some other people. But then hopefully the band really brings it in a couple months there in August, Nolan. Yeah, they better. They better. I mean, people deserve it. Like the fans, that one truly, uh, out of any fan, you know, out of any shows this summer, they're going to deserve it. So go ahead and give it to them, Dave. Come on. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, that, that is an expensive trip to make and not one that you can probably make up very easily and reschedule everything. Mm-hmm. But alas, it happens. Uh, this is the world we live in now. Um, but hopefully it won't happen again anytime soon. But Bruce, the next big uh, two-nighter, Charleston. We were not sure if this was going to happen or not. We thought it probably might as the band started um, migrating to beautiful Charlestown and Kiowa, excuse me, Charleston mm. and Kiowa. Mm. Great, great, great place. Could not recommend Kiowa more. But uh, yeah, we didn't know. No one, there's no announcement, nothing saying the show's on for Charleston. You just kind of assumed <laughs> based on band members' Instagrams. I mean, I would have been, if I had tickets to that, I would have been nervous. Like, yeah. Uh, I guess it's on. No one said anything otherwise, so I guess we're still going. I just, I don't understand that. The mystique with this band, I don't get it sometimes. I don't, I don't get it. It's really weird to me, but, um, you know, the weekend started out well with a Pantala Rapunzel opener and a pretty strong start after that. Stayer Lee, 41, Madman's Eyes, Proudest Monkey Satellite, Seek Up. Bruce, do you remember? Don't drink the water. <laughs> and then, then it falters a little bit up and down. What, what were your thoughts? I thought, you know, night one was okay. I think that that was the better of the two nights. Yes. Um, and we'll get into night two in just a moment. But, uh, yeah, Rapunzel opener, that actually doesn't happen very often. We've kind of talked about that before. This was another Sirius XM broadcast, so I think it was another unique opener for that broadcast. You can kind of... Mm-hmm almost bet on that and i guess we'll see this week what we get with that show but uh sorry norlander you didn't get to choose an opener this time and this has kind of been your your choice lately pnp rapunzel Mm. as norlander likes to say it Ooh, sorry buddy but uh (laughs) yeah you got some stuff in there you know proudest monkey i'm really liking wish it would go into something other than satellite shoot go proudest into seek up that would be awesome Seacup is just a monster this tour. We'll talk about Jacksonville's later on. And then, yes, you you mentioned it kind of went up and down. And one of those up and down moments was lying in the hands of God as a tour debut there in the 10 slot. Mm. You know, you know, at this point, this was the first two-nighter of the year. Uh, weekend show in Charleston. They had just canceled West Palm or postponed, and you weren't really sure what was going to happen. And they have one tour debut the entire show. And this was the eighth or so show, I believe, of the tour. And it was lying in the hands of God, something that was beat to death 2018, 2019, and even in 2021. Not really something that, I guess, us hardcore fans are wanting to see. I'm not really sure how the fan base as a whole feels. It's not my favorite. It's okay. It's okay. It's a good song on Big Whiskey. Um, Drags on a little bit, and... Really, I could take or leave the American Baby intro outro. It kind of shreds Dave's voice a little bit. 
And I like to preserve Dave's voice at this point in his career. But anyways, yeah, Nolan, uh, your thoughts on the solo, <laughs> on the Soul tour debut, night one here. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, mm, it's a song that I think, I love it on the album, as we've said. And I think one of the reasons I like it on the album, and I we usually like our DMB songs to be extended on albums, but I like that this one is short. I think it fits on the album the way it is. Um, it's just way too long live to me. Yeah. It's like a 10 minute song. It's longer than Don't Drink the Water, which was a song played right before it. I don't, this song does not need to be extended at all. This needs to be a short and sweet, you and me style song, um, in my opinion. I don't know that seven minute range. Mm. Six. That, I mean, if you want to throw Tim on an acoustic, I'll listen to it all uh, day. But okay. the outros. I like the Jeff me. outros. Um, I, I like, like when he Jeff would outros. shred it. I think they yeah. just, and it's not nothing against Buddy. I think they just maybe dra- drag on and then Dave does the thing and then people do thank you and they do the, um, I guess, the bourbon and lax thing too. You know, all of that. It, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's it kind of they all sound similar to me, but yeah, I mean, good lyrics by Dave. You know, we, it's nothing really against the song per se. It doesn't do it for me live, and it drags on. I I totally agree with you. Um, I think it also gets the uh, guitar disappointment treatment because oh. the raise B comes out, and you're like, please be stay or leave, or you never know. And I mean, especially when you'd seen, seen stay or leave already in this show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You never know. Come on. I know. Yeah. We'll talk it's about that one later. Yeah. But Same Nolan. The red guitar. <laughs> I was just about to say yes, because we have a red guitar moment in this show, and it's the one that everybody wants. It's Shotgun, second of the tour. The only, you know, the last time it was played as well, um, which, you know, it's kind of understandable. They're only going to play that a couple times. But yeah, there it is in the 15 hole late shotgun. That's interesting. After mm. it got cut in Atlanta for no reason whatsoever. Dave, come on the pod, tell us what happened. But they play it here <laughs> in Charleston. Probably most people's, I guess, highlight as far as surprise of the evening. Um, it's oh, not yeah. a tour debut or anything, but I mean, it feels way better than. Uh, pretty much anything else, surprise-wise, I would say, on this first night. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, second time it had been played. I don't know. Bruce, what's your... Uh, you think it'll... Over-under, one more play this tour. Over-under, one. one. Sorry, one and a half. I'm going to go under because I'll go one more. I think they'll play it one more time, and that'll be it. I think it'll get three plays. Okay. Okay. I'll say, I'll say under as well. I don't think I don't think it'll get played again. I think it'll get played in Raleigh, and that'll be it. They won't play it at Spac oh, or Deer Creek or Gorge yeah. or West Palm or any of the big big nighters. Just Raleigh. <laughs> if they play it at the Gorge, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. They will. It'll be oh, awesome because we man. will not be there. But that was the um, number one rarest show of the tour so far, according to Almanac, which um, <laughs> that's really interesting. Isn't that weird? Because it's got stuff like Stolen Away, it's got Shotgun, it's got Hands of God, got 27. So, yeah, but it goes to show you that the best shows aren't always the most rare. 
but uh, just just kind of to gauge that, that was the number one show rarity. But there we go. Okay, solid first night in Charleston. Um, DMV's first foray there at the Credit One Stadium. I believe Dave and Tim played there on 420 in 2019. Um, we thought about going, but wound up not Sick. either way. Um, we've got night two here, June 4th. Credit One Stadium there in Charleston, South Carolina. This was Stefan Lassard's birthday. So happy late birthday, Fonz. I think he turned 35, 34, 35 or something like that. Uh, so way to go, Stefan. That's awesome. But night two, um, I, I think that this one is interesting, Nolan, and we can get into why here. Some of the, I guess, highlights that I've written down as far as tour debuts go, we had three of them. That girl is you. Come on, come on, and rye whiskey. Before we even get into the set list, what are your thoughts there? Well, my first thought is Stefan Lassard is forty-eight years old. <laughs> I think he'd prefer to stick with the thirty-five. Did you not and know he was forty-eight years old, Bruce? I figured he was forty-five to fifty. I, I figured he was below fifty. Okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. Stefan Cahill Lassard? Cahill? Cahill? I don't know how you say his middle name. That's interesting. Love it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll ask him. Stefan. Yes, we will in person when we do a live podcast with him. Um, but yeah, the show had uh, some, a couple of tour debuts. Liberation, You Might Die Trying opener, followed by Grace. Love that. And... Um, yeah, this one not as great as night one, but still a few highlights in here, Bruce. There's a mid-set she, which is almost always at the end of shows. Not necessarily a highlight, just interesting. Um, mid-set so much, bridge too much. Break for it, sticking around. Billy's in the 16 slot. And then uh, I actually, actually skipped over That Girl Is You tour debut. I'm so sorry for all of the... Girls who think that that girl is me. Um, really sorry about that. But <laughs> after Billy's, we have a liberation, Bruce. Come on, come on. One of your favorites. Very interesting. It actually was a studio favorite on Come Tomorrow. I think it was ranked at number two for me. Two or three on the album, uh, studio cut-wise. But I've never really caught on to it live. Now, we'll get into it in a little bit uh, for Jacksonville. But I, I've actually kind of enjoyed them this tour so far. They sound much better, and I'm not really sure why. But yeah, Liberation last played back in uh, the fall of 2018, I believe, uh, at some point. Uh, and then we've got a nice Nancy's into Warehouse Closer, which is the yes. first time Warehouse closed the set since 2015, Nolan. Uh, I would have most certainly bet against that. Mm-hmm. I thought that it had before, but I guess it had been encores. But first time since 10-25-2015 over in Germany was the oh. last time Warehouse closed a main set. So that's that's pretty interesting. I like them shaking things up like that for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I mean, Nancy's Warehouse seems like such a no-brainer way to end the main set. I love it. They should, they've should. they really been using Warehouse all over the place uh, love it. so far this tour. I think it's one of the best things about this tour. Um, Mm -hmm. another amazing thing about this tour have, has been the reemergence of two-step Bruce shortened two-step 10 minute two-step. It's amazing. We love it. We're glad it's back. Um, but 
tour debut of Rye Whiskey Dave Solo, and then followed by Two Step to End the weekend in Charleston. That's pretty uh, pretty solid run there toward the end of the show. I kind of like that. Um, pretty sweet. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the resurgence of Rye Whiskey was going to be uh, one of your tour MVPs there, not Two Step. So uh, mm-hmm. very, very shocking there. But yeah, two-step encore closer, always awesome. So that's a great way to end the weekend there in Charleston if you get that Nancy's Warehouse and then two-step. I mean, for it to kind of been a mediocre weekend to close the set and then the encore like that is great. The show was only two hours and nine minutes long, Nolan, which is very interesting. What? It's the shortest show of the tour. That's, oh. um, yeah, that was a little odd. I couldn't believe that. But, you know. Whatever, maybe they were trying to save it up. They knew they had Jacksonville coming. They had to travel. They only had a day in between. So obviously they wanted to save it up coming down here because Gray Street Pod was going to be in the house. They needed to have some energy. And down here they came and energy they had. Nolan, Jacksonville, Florida, June 6th and June 7th. Hometown show for me. And their first time at Daly's Place Amphitheater. Very cool amphitheater. They are attached to the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium and attached to their indoor practice facility. It's kind of that in-between. It's very Hmm. interesting. Um, Dave and Tim actually played here in 2017. Shout out Jim and Jordan Landsman. I believe they were both in attendance for that. I was not in attendance. We had to sell our tickets because we weren't going to be here, which sucks. Mm. But this is the smallest venue that DMB is performing at on this uh, on this summer tour. About fifty five hundred people. When you look at it from the lots, it just looks like a smushed together amphitheater. Um, you, you know the the uppers. There's there's the bottom level. There's a one balcony, and then there's another balcony above it. So it's like a spack duplicate. There's no lawn or anything back there obviously and it's very very small and intimate is really really awesome and (laughs) i mean i couldn't believe how much that i loved the venue there's a ton more bars all the ones that are basically open on that side of the stadium for football games are open for this all the bathrooms people don't even know that they're there they just think of the ones by the gate so it's tons of you know empty no line bathrooms no line bars the bud zone is open so you can basically go right there to the field you can basically walk on the field it's crazy it, it was just it was really really cool we'll talk more about it but nolan before we get into the actual shows i think we need to drop in a little night one tailgate recording from the lots so let's go to me <laughs> and a few friends from the lots night one we are here in the lots of Daly's Place Amphitheater. Actually, really, we're in the lots of uh, Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium, TIAA Bank Field, Jacksonville, Florida. It is very rainy. It is starting to get nicer, though. So we are, everything's looking up right now. We've got some blue skies over there to the west. Um, and you know what else we've got? We've got Nolan. We've got Nolan live from his kitchen cooking dinner. Say hi, Nolan. No one cares, um, but that, that's uh, that's excellent. We're we're very we're very proud of you, Nolan. Um, what are you making? Oh, we got a little uh, chicken sausage pasta dish. Incorrect. You were supposed to say cornbread. That would be uh, podcast uh, podcast official. <laughs> um, all right, excellent. Well, Nolan is making the ultimate family sacrifice right now. We are going to 
um, be live from the tailgate here for a moment. We're going to do some predictions here for night one of Jacksonville Monday night show. Uh, really odd, but uh, we're going to make it happen here. And um, we'll let Nolan actually close us out on the predictions. Um, but what we'll go with is um, we'll ask people what they want to see open the show if they have a prediction and just maybe one song that they want to see. Um, we've got multiple people here at the tailgate under our tent getting rained on, so we obviously appreciate them. Um, who we're going to go to first is uh, is Missy, correct? That would be me. That would be her. Um, this is your what show? 102. Number 102. How about that? That is excellent. Wow. See what we do on the podcast. We, we like to take Nolan and I's show count and double them, and that's the people we seek out. Um, do you have an opener prediction, and do you have one song you'd want them to play tonight? I'm horrible with openers. Um, I'm going to go with One Sweet World. Okay, that's actually probably not horrible. Um, and what about one song just you want to see them play tonight? I always need to see Lion Our Graves. That's a good one. I like that. Um, yeah, those are very good choices. Nolan approves for sure. Josh. Now we've got Josh. I've heard his name probably three times now already. I'm a dummy. Um, and this is also show 102, Josh. 102, 102. Okay, excellent, excellent, excellent. And um, we're going to have his opener and a song he wants to hear. But 102, I mean, 204 shows between the two. They've probably been to the same um, shows together pretty much. They've mirrored each other's, but still, kudos to them. Josh, give us your opener prediction and then one song you want to hear. Seek Up is going to, what I'm going to say with the opener. That'd be sweet down here in Florida with all the beautiful palm trees around. And what was the other question? What do I want to hear? Yeah. I can always take rye whiskey. Very good choices. Very good choices. Um, I believe both of those songs were played in Charleston, so he's got a good chance here. He's got a very good chance. He's playing the odds. That's what I like that. I, I like that. Now we've got, a, I think, not newbies to the pod. We've got Brian and Leanne here. They were on back in 2019, West Palm. They snuck in an episode before, um, and they are back. Leanne, we already know what one song you want to hear. What's going to be the opener? Do you have a choice? Uh, I, I'm just going to guess Samurai Cup. Wow, okay. That's probably a strong choice for an opener. <laughs> oh, we've got some booze back here. Oh, it's strong. Wow. Um, and, and, the one, and the one song you want to hear is? I'm just here to see Crash, She's honestly. just here to see Crash. And, and, and everyone who's rolling their eyes currently, I will black eye you. I will punch you in the face. She's not just a noob, okay? She's not just a noob. I told you I was not She has been chasing Crash, and she is at multiple shows now. So, Dave, get it done. Um, Brian... Her husband, he has now seen Crash, but it was at a show that she was not at. Um, unfortunate for Leanne and uh, everyone that was probably around her at the time. Um, curse words and punches thrown. But, Brian, opener selection and one song you want to hear. Opener with the clouds raining for hours, opening up at the sky when the world ends. Okay. And then we've got a uh, and, and next song. Slowing it down. Stolen away on 55th and 3rd. Okay. All right. Well, we've got, uh, those, those are, uh, those are songs that definitely could be, uh, played here. So, um, then we've got, um, Danielle. I think, I think you've got some answers. You've, you've got this. Um, give us an opener selection. They all secretly want to be able to say Warehouse. Ooh, she went with Warehouse. That's really, really good. One song you want to hear. It's going to be Stone just because I love my husband. <laughs> that's excellent. I think that that's, uh, that's, I think that Warehouse is going to be played, but opening, I would love it. Um, and so for me, 
before we uh, send it to Nolan to close this out here, I think that um, opener-wise, man, Missy took my one sweet world pick. I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Nolan. I'll go with you, and I'll go with two-step, okay? You texted me earlier, and I'll go with you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going with two-step because they played it the last song in Charleston. They're not going to do it. Um, they're going to play tonight to open the show. They're going to play JTR, okay? It's just going to happen, and everyone's – Yeah, because it's raining, and everyone says it, and I'm just going to be that guy. Um, and then one song that I want to see is going to be normally the stone. I'm going to go with break free tonight, uh, because I've never seen it before. Nolan, why don't you close this out here before we get out of here and before our tailgate starts packing up? Oh, wow. You're getting chance. Yeah, let's wrap this thing up here. I think tonight's opener is going to be one of Bruce's very favorites. He's going to get funny the way it is once again. It's going to be awesome. And I think tomorrow night will probably open with Can't Stop. So you'll be two for two. Ooh. Who's booing? It's going to happen. Can't Stop's uh, not happening. No. Can't happen. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. <laughs> You're going to get JCR opener tonight. I'm with you, Bruce. Let's go. And I really hope that you finally get Break Free. Right. Um, and I'm going to throw in a dark horse candidate, Kill the King, 16th. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I've been chasing. That's what I'm chasing. <laughs> and 102, I'm chasing Kill the King. Let's go. Have We've a great time, everybody. Excellent, excellent. Those are good choices, Nolan. we got some cheers, some booze. We've got everything going on here at the uh, at the, the tailgate right now. So we're about to go in the venue. Nolan, thanks for letting us call you. You enjoy your dinner. Um, we'll talk to you all later. And, uh, yeah, we're about to head in, so we'll see how right and wrong we were. And here's tonight one. Cheers, everybody. All right. Well, that was a ton of fun. Thanks to everybody who stopped by. And we're walking by. There were a couple people that actually were shouting at us, and I didn't hear them. Um, but uh, I was told about them later, so that's funny. But I don't know if they made the recording or not. If you did, shout out to you. No, we went on into the venue then, and... <laughs> No sooner than we walked out of the bathroom, Dave strummed that beautiful chord right into Warehouse to open the show, and Danielle called it. My wife Danielle called that Warehouse opener. What an epic way to start a show. What an epic way to start a couple of nights as well. They're on a Monday. Pretty awesome. Great way to start. Great call, Danielle. Um, Love that. Looked really cool. Looked like an awesome amphitheater. Uh, I was very surprised they did a two night stand there. Uh, to yeah. be honest, um, I guess they wanted to get their money's worth since it's only fifty five hundred people. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I mean, uh, Monday, you don't really think of midweek shows being the Tough. best. You certainly don't think of Monday night shows being very good, especially coming off of a two nighter in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And I bet the people in Charleston were sick at these set lists. Oh, my God. I would have been. Uh, these were two of the best shows of the tour so far. Possibly, uh, I'm going to say night one might be the best of the tour so far, in my opinion. Um, I think it's up there. I think Austin, Atlanta, and Jacksonville are the front runners right now um, off the top of my head. But, man, Ooh. solid start. Warehouse. Followed by Come On, Come On. And uh, I rolled my eyes at this. You were like, no, it was actually good. And I listened yeah. to it. And um, yeah, it was pretty good. There was some some good energy there. And they seemed uh, it seemed a lot tighter than in years past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave's voice sounded good too. So I think that that had something to do with it. I don't know what it was up with 
it in 2018 just was very flat. I don't, I don't know, but mm-hmm. it, it sounded good and it fit very well in the two spot, that two hole there. And then, yeah, I like that. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that that early on changes it. Sun's still out. It just, it just felt good. It sounded good. Mm-hmm. Felt good. I liked it. So first two go, going well. Ray guitar comes out um, that early. I, I figured it was going to be uh, Mr. Squirm, and it was. And it was a, a solid version there. That was a tour debut as well. And then, Nolan, we have a very nice run coming up here. And this is this is where you kind of, you know, you're, you've started the show and now it's like, all right, you're probably either going to go one way or another. How am I going to really get into the show? Well, when you take a little run of Grace is Gone, The Maker, Don't Drink the Water and You Never Know, I'd say that that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty damn good after a solid start. And man, you know, Grace is perfect. Dave said it's his country song, which we, we know that. Uh, the Maker, first time for me seeing it full band, so that was great. Whoa, nice. Yeah, yeah. Saw it, um, you know, obviously at the Gorge with you guys, but wasn't technically full band. And then Don't Drink with the sick intro that uh, my wife Danielle was like, I thought we came to see Dave, not Fish, um, with all of the noodling mm. going on there before Don't Drink. And then You Never Know, tour debut. Mm, 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 mm. Man, that was good. And I could have sworn lying in the hands of God was coming. That would have been tragic. Um, but, man, I'm glad that worked out for you because that is a great run. Yeah, I thought Dave uh, had, sang the maker with a little bit more emotion than usual. I was really into it. Dave was really into it. I thought that sounded great. Really glad you got to see that one. Full band for the first time. Don't drink. Awesome. You never know. Man. I I feel like every time I listen to this song, I'm like, oh god, he's gonna he's gonna screw up, he's gonna screw up because this is like such a complicated song to play on guitar and sing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just feel like every single change is like the brink of a train wreck. Um, but he like almost always nails it. So I don't. I guess that's when you practice it, and it's your job to practice it all the time. You get it right, but it always makes me nervous. I feel like I'm like, oh god. Make the change. Get it? Okay. <laughs> Love that song so much. Man, it is, it is good. That's definitely a highlight of the night. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I would have, Bruce. I know you did. Um, but then, it'll win the world ends. And then I called this one. I said, I think you're going to get break free tonight. Ooh. And sure enough, you did. And this was go. your first time seeing break free. So that's... Right. that's that's two so far this show. That is pretty cool, man. How was it? I know. It, it was it was pretty solid. It wasn't as good as some of the other ones this year. For some reason, Dave's voice kind of struggled during Break Free, but it was yeah. pretty solid the rest of the night. I don't know what happened there. Even when I listened back, I was like, yeah, I was right. It, it just didn't sound right. And he missed a thing or two in there. It was kind of a flat version. To be honest, the jam was good, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. But oh, the the verses and chorus they were a little bit off. I actually a little messy. Yeah, um, I actually ran to the bathroom during World Ends. I was like, man, if they're gonna, cont- I like when the World Ends, but I I need to go. And <laughs> right as Break Free started, I'm in a position where I 
can't run back yet and then i i do come mm-hmm. back i'm like uh, of course you do this right when i'm in the bathroom like it couldn't have been when the world ends while i was in the bathroom um or another song like that you had to start break free and i couldn't even see you have the guitar and me get excited but it was kind of cool you know to hear it start and i'm in the bathroom I'm like no hurry hurry so that was awesome and caught the well, end of that two things bruce mm-hmm. you don't go take a pee break during a three minute in 20 second song you just <laughs> well well you do when you can get to the no line bathrooms um mm. and when you haven't been able to go through the first seven songs because it's so good then sometimes you just have to but whatever we missed the beginning of break free but i saw three-fourths of it so that was well, good the enough other for me. no the other part of it is if you had been in your seat and he came out with that guitar they definitely would have played by you he would have seen you and been like <laughs> What an idiot. I'm playing Bayou. Donna probably would have. They did Seriously. later on in another show. So he probably yeah. thought I was there. But then we've got, uh, so that was awesome. We've got Gray Street. Walk Around the Moon actually substituted for The Only Thing, which is, that's interesting. I, I wonder what was up with that. Mm. Um, so yeah, they played that. And then Nancy's. I thought that this little segment here, Gray Street's good, obviously. Uh, Walk Around the Moon sounded really good. Uh, most of it, Dave kind of messed one part up. But that is what it is. Nancy's was great. Um, obviously, could have been anywhere in Jacksonville. And they had already played Warehouse, so you're not really sure what's going to happen after. And they do Why I Am, which was awesome. But they didn't go into it. It was just Nancy's ended. So it was just a standalone Nancy's, which is kind of cool, Nolan. And then we go on. Um, sorry, I lost my place here really quickly. And then we go after Why I Am into a song that Jane likes, which at first I thought was a tour debut. And I was like, oh my gosh, like another one. Um, but it was it was not. It was um it had been played right at the beginning of the tour, but this was only the second one of the tour, so that was a surprise, and that was really cool. What would you say? And then Nolan, I could have sworn we were getting say goodbye. It was all up in Carter's solo. All up in it. He was doing it. And it we've been fooled by this now for years, and it turned out to be Gravedigger. <laughs> Oh, yes, it did. Tour debut, Gravedigger. Mm. Oh. Yeah. And it, and it was fine. Like, Gravedigger is a good song, right? Um, it just, yeah. man, when you think, especially after you've had a show like this, and you think about that mm-hmm. run again, like, why I am people, you know, that's, it is what it is, but it's fun. It's three, three, four minutes. And then you've got, you know, you've got Nancy's and Jane, and what would you say? And then you think you might be getting Say Goodbye. Oh, man. But tour debut nonetheless, Gravedigger, it's fun. Everyone's screaming it. Um, crowd loves it. So it is what it is. And then I turned to Danielle and I said, Jimmy's coming next. <laughs> and da da do do I was like, man, why did I even know that? Like, I don't know why I knew it. I just did. And there was it's a... Always uh, looming. It is. And it was good. It was fun. They uh, yeah. they had fun. They played it. They played the heck out of it. And it was a ton of fun. Um, nearly 14 minute version so they were jamming but yeah yeah, real long so that was that was super fun but yeah Nolan um, how do you feel about getting blue balled on say goodbye not great not (laughs) Not great at all especially because once you've seen Gravedigger with Willie Nelson I mean every version can't even compare to it so I mean you know it's kind of a letdown, just because I know Willie isn't <laughs> on stage guesting on it. So, 
you know, I feel bad that you had to see it without him. <sighs> maybe one day, maybe one day, maybe one day you'll they'll play Fenway Park again and play it, repeat it. Yeah, both maybe. nights. And uh, man, I would say one thing here. I need to listen to it again. But song that Jane likes. Tim was just a madman on the intro. A little too much. Uh, I like that song to be like very airy. I love that in the live setting. Um, but anyways, Bruce, you thought Jimmy was going to close the set, but you were wrong. I did think that. I did think that. It just kind of felt like it. And at the 17th song, I mean, who who would blame me for thinking so? But I was wrong, and it was cool. So much to say, bridge, too much. And Nolan, I would have not nice. have guessed this either. But too much had not closed a set since uh, July of 2015. Like, what? I would have never guessed that. I know. It seems like that too much, you know, I guess they've been shuffling out. But they're there again. Keep us guessing a little bit on the uh, openers and closers sometimes. And that's that's what you Mm -hmm. go to a DMV show for. And that was awesome. So a little too much right there. And then something to tell my baby E1 and Cornbread to close out the show. Which you know that was that was cool. Everyone was digging cornbread. Crowd was going crazy. Um, we were we watched it side stage right beside the pit, so we could get out really quickly. And we were out um, within probably five minutes of the last note of cornbread. So that was really simple. We got back to the babysitter quickly. Cornbread was fun. Everyone was having fun with that. I kind of thought actually at first that it was either going to be ants or Halloween. Carter again with a little oh. intro. I think. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm messing that up and thinking about the ants intro the next night. But I thought Cornbread had a little lead in, but um, that was fun. That was another tour debut there, Nolan. So that was four for night one of Jacksonville compared to only wow. one night one of Charleston. Um, Whoa! I know, I know. But it was an awesome, awesome first night uh, to be there. Uh, obviously, we missed you guys. Wish y'all could have come down for that. That would have been even oh, no. better. But oh. um, but yeah, that was uh, that was super fun. So we really enjoyed the first night there in Jacksonville. And as Dave kept saying, it's a Monday. <laughs> Man, well, I don't know how many Monday shows have happened in the history of DMB in this oh, that millennia. Um, we should look that up, but it can't be many. So that's got to be one of the better ones that there's been. But next, Bruce. It's time for night two, a Tuesday night show. Oh no, uh, I had I had one random stat, and, it, and it's actually kind of dumb, but I wanted to bring back our little set list stats a little bit, and I looked up one thing, um, and it's only the second time ever, Nolan, that Warehouse Grace, you never know, and song that Jane likes have been played in the same show. Oh wow, <laughs> kind of cool, but kind of a useless stat there. But I mean, goes to show again. I thought it was an extremely like balanced show, a lot of good flow. Uh, a few curveballs, and just it, that's just what a DMB show is to me, and what what what, what we mm-hmm. go there for. Anyways, yes, lead us into night two. I guess you can lead us into the uh, the the tailgate talk before we get into the well, set list. I'll just go off and going off of what you just said. I mean that that night one, like it was good, but that should be a standard DMB show. Yeah, I mean that. I think I don't know some of their sometimes. This tour especially is not for those doing the couch tour. Like, it's just not not this year. I feel like the sets are very yeah. similar. You could probably say it for last year, too. Um, but, you know, I I just think that night one should be a standard DMV show. It's nothing crazy, but it's like, oh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I love that song. Oh, sweet. I haven't seen this song in forever. That's great. Oh, and then some classics mixed in. That's, that show had no eye roll songs at all, unless you don't like Cornbread ending the show or, you know, not getting multiple um, encore songs and they cut, was it sure. You and Me? Yeah, we, yeah, and yeah, we didn't hit that. That was weird. They they cut you and me. They had plenty of time to play it, so that was that was interesting. Like, I don't yeah. really know why they did that, but whatever. But anyways, that was a good good show. Um, happy you got that one. But it's time for night two. So Bruce, I'm gonna throw it to you in the lots. All right, everybody, welcome to night two of the Dave Matthews Band in Jacksonville, Florida. Obviously a great night last night. We will be recapping at some point tonight. No Nolan. Nolan's not able to call in and join us. It's his wife's birthday. It's his wife's birthday. Wow. Something I should have known. So I will apologize <laughs> to her later and certainly ask for forgiveness as well. That is awful. Um, I'll tell Nolan that I didn't know that. And so texting him to ask to come on was a dick move. Anyways, <laughs> we've got several people here again um, at the tailgate that... Of course, we're going to ask several questions. And we've got some noobs here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of first-timers. Um, and you know we love the noobs on the podcast. This is not a derogatory term. And we're going to start out with one of those right now. The first-timer, Miss Christine. She is lovely. She's here for her first Dave Matthews Show. Christine, how are you? I'm great. I'm really excited. Excellent, excellent. So, um, Christine, obviously, being your first time... Any expectations as far as just concert environment? You're just looking to have fun? What's up? Well, with how much a following there seems to be and all of the, the fans that have come here, I don't know, tons of times, I, I do have pretty high expectations. Wow, wow. High expectations. Love it. They, they will be met and hopefully it exceeded. It seem like anybody comes just once. So They don't. So we'll see what happens after tonight for you then. Is there one song that you really, really want to hear tonight though, Christine? Yeah, I'm hoping to hear Ant's March show. Ooh, I think everyone in attendance would agree with that. It's a great choice. We'll see what happens there. We've got another uh, freshman to the podcast, and that is a good friend of ours, Charlie, Christine and Charlie, great friends of ours, first timers here on the podcast. Hopefully not last time. Um, but anyways, Charlie, this is your third show? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so perfect. I guess we don't really have to ask what you expect. You know what to expect. A great time, and you're going to have a great time. Is there a song you'd like to hear, sir? Yes. Um, where are you going? I think you have a good chance at that one, too. Wow, we've got some strong picks from our uh, first-timers here tonight. We've got another first-timer as well. Charlie, have fun, man. Um, and uh, we've got another first-timer here, Jenny, right? She came from Florida, but product of arizona she's been to 30 something shows 31 this is 32 tonight for jenny jenny welcome to the podcast and if you were to call an opening song tonight what do you think will open what's dave gonna come out to the crowd and serenade us with first i wish it would be bartender like it Ooh. used to always be however i could see under the table i'm dreaming Okay, so she wants Ants to open Bartender as well. That would be great. And if there was one song that you could just choose, whether it has possibility of being played or not, what would you choose? Oh, that would be the Bartender. Okay, so Bartender. Excellent. Ants opener, Bartender in the set. We love it. 
let's move on to lovely Danielle. One of the Danielles. Everyone knows her. Does she have her answers prepared tonight? We will see. We will see if she's thought long and hard about this I'm since sorry, last do night. I'm sorry, do I not get kudos and for she, last uh, night? She, oh yeah, spoiler alert, if we didn't already cover this, Danielle chose the opener. She picked the correct opener with Warehouse last night. Wow. She made all of us look like absolute fools. <laughs> Let's see how you do tonight though. Danielle, what do you think is going to open the show? I think two-step is going to open, and I hope Dave does a better job with the lyrics than my husband did at Nolan's she Wedding. She said that before. That's <laughs> enough. Um, how about a song you'd want to hear, eh? Eh? Um, I think I'll hold true to last night with The Stone simply for you, um, because the look on your face when it plays is the best. It truly is. It truly is. Um, that's excellent. So... Shout out to my wife for choosing the stone. Excellent. Um, so two-step and the stone there from Danielle. Now we've got Brian. Brian last night, I think, went 0 for 2 in his guesses. I think just like I did, so that's perfectly fine. No one cares. Brian, opener and song you want to hear. Let's go. And we're going two for two tonight. Oh. You might die trying. That's a, that's a solid choice. And then I would like to hear Tripping Billy. I think ooh, he has a really good chance of going two for two tonight. I like those odds betting man so far i'd put my odds on brian's guesses so far um all right brian do you know what numbered show this is for you i think it's 10 i don't know if last night was 10 or tonight is 10 but crushing the double digits though yeah we're here <laughs> love that and alongside him lovely wife leanne she's gonna close us out tonight well i'll close this out but as far as the guest <laughs> she's gonna close us out and this is also her 10th show i believe because I, no four. number four that's right brian you've been to a few but uh, a few more we all know what Leanne's searching for. But Leanne, can you choose us an opener for tonight? I did lots of extensive research on the internet today, and my, my choice is satellite. What? And, and by extensive research, I just mean that I went to setlist.com, and I went to a random page, page three or four, and then I chose a random random tour, and it was somewhere in Colorado, and he opened with satellite, and I said, <laughs> that is my guess. That is excellent okay i mean it, it could happen like it would throw everyone for a loop and actually kind of be cool so um kudos to leanne for doing research on that that is fan freaking tastic and um what one song could dave play tonight that would get you to go to another concert the podcast fans already know my answer but i'm gonna say crash and say it again for the record just so everybody knows i've not yet seen crash live and I've been following him to four shows, and I still have not seen it. I've been following him for my husband. Love him to death, but I'm here to see Crash. That means Dave. Let's go, man. This is the number one single in your entire repertoire, and you haven't played it yet for Leanne. So we need it. Do it tonight. That'd be awesome. Maybe open with it, Dave. How about that? Um, okay. Well, we're, we're going in here in just a couple minutes. Let's wrap things up. I'm going to go ahead and choose my opener, Seek Up is what I'm going to go with. And the song that I want to hear is going to have to be Shotgun tonight. Come on, Dave, just do it. Um, just do it. I would also like Bartender, Big Eye Fish, uh, Two Step, and so on and so forth. So we're going to have a great time tonight. Dave's going to do it for us in Jacksonville night too. Here we go. Ooh, sounds like, uh, sounds like a lot of good picks maybe there. We'll see what happens here night two, Nolan, uh, Tuesday, June 7th. 2022 at the Daly's Place Amphitheater. Nolan, we had a uh, couple of people there on the uh, on the on the tailgate talk there that were either at their first show or one of the very first shows, and we walked in with them and we're up there, uh, kind of helping them 
to their seats. They're not really helping them, but we wanted to go see what also one of the balconies looked like. So we stood up there and they started with One Sweet World. <laughs> and, you know, that's, oh that's an okay song. But they were just kind of like, oh, why, why is it a slow song to start? That's kind of that's kind of weird, isn't it? I was like, oh, I mean, ba, it kind ba, of opens. Oh, God. I was like, well, how about just wait for the horns to come in? They'll be loud. Well, yeah, it's kind of quiet. And even Danielle said, yeah, this one's kind of quiet. Yeah, One Sweet World, Nolan, I don't think it should ever open a night two anywhere. Um, I don't think that that's a, you know, maybe DMD doesn't, I'm sure Dave doesn't really look at, like, this is night two. This is like, you know, whatever. But people do. Fans <laughs> do. They're like, you know, I don't, I don't know why. It just has a little bit more gravitas going into it. Yeah, and I don't think one seat, one sweet world should be an opener of a night two for anything anymore. I don't, I don't I'm not with it. I agree with that. I think that should be a rule. Good. I hereby mandate that. Um, yeah, okay. that's that can't happen. It should not open night twos, and it should not open tours. Um, <laughs> I Loves stand it. by that. Stand by it. Um, you know. You don't like it, but it's kind of a cool, uh, like old school vibe here. The first three songs, one sweet satellite forty one, um, very standard, know. but very it was very crowd, um, very crowd friendly though. Yeah, yeah, and you could say too. I mean, you know, there's a balance, right? Of like, oh, mm-hmm. people complain about the new songs, and then they're like, oh, here's some old ones, and people are like. Uh, but those are the wrong old songs. But you know, yeah, it is what it is. They're they're classics. They're staples. Um, so, anyways, Bruce Sam Cop, you got your um, favorite guitar riff Dave's ever written on your favorite guitar he's ever played. So that had to be pretty cool. Yeah, very very loud guitar. The Samurai Cop guitar. Just I was not ready for Samurai Cop right then. I was not feeling it. Um, Forty one was a little. Like 41's great and it's fun, but it's gotten a little doesn't have a big punch. It's just kind of they are they're all the same for whatever mm. reason right now. They yeah. just kind of do a Tim solo and then it's just it is what it is. And that's that's cool. Like I love the song part, but right now it kind mm-hmm. of drags. Um I wish bit. they'd bring back the Jeff solo, but I don't think yes. they will. I don't think they will. Anyways, um Madman's Eyes came next, and interestingly enough. Um, one of the people that came um, with us, one of our friends, Christine, she she saw us um, beginning of Seek Up. We saw them again. And she said, what was that one song uh, that was kind of like really interesting? It was a couple songs ago. I couldn't find it. I was trying to Shazam it and I couldn't find it on Spotify or anything. I was like, <laughs> I think it's Madman's Eyes. It's a new song and it should be on um, their new album. She was like, I really, really like that. I love that. So I was really interesting. Someone who had never been to a DMB show, uh, their their favorite song thus far in the night was "Madman's Eyes." Like, how about that? Ah. So that was I was really really interested uh, hearing that. So that was kind of cool. Shout out to you, Christine. I like that. That is really cool. I love "Madman's Eyes." I think it's a beast. I think they nail mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be quite the studio track. I if hope so. uh, we believe Rashawn Ross, so. We'll see. Um, Bruce, do you remember Seek Up and The Only Thing? Pretty solid yeah. run right there. I like all of those songs a lot. Yeah, Do You Remember was good. I was 
I, at first when it started, I was like, come, like let's get something that like really intrigues me. But by the middle to end of the song, I was like, yeah, this is really good. Sounded great. Seek Up was fantastic. They crushed it, as always. Only Thing was good. I was glad to get that. Again, a lot of people around didn't really know what that was. I think same with Madman's. But, you know, that's that's to be expected. And then Nolan, <laughs> Dave took off his guitar mm. after only thing. I was like, no, Dave, no. And I was like, Danielle, here comes one of the songs that I just really did not want to hear. I just did not want to hear it. I just don't care. And people are going to freak out when it starts. And not five seconds later did Buddy do the thing and the crowd went wild. And people loved it. It was actually kind of fun to be around people that really liked it because everyone was having a ton of fun. Dave looked like a just nut job up there. So that was, oh, yeah. you know, is what it is. But I think I commented to you during the next song, which was Stay or Leave. I was like, cool, Dave, thanks for playing Sledgehammer so you can't even sing Stay or Leave. Like, mm. appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, his reasoning. I mean, you're going to cut Shotgun because your voice was tired, but then you can... Belt out sledgehammer. I don't oh. get it. I don't oh. get it. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> but hey, interesting thing about taking the guitar off. Um, Bob Law hasn't shown up again. I wonder why that got busted out in Atlanta. That was so random. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot we saw that. You're right. Because um, we thought it was sledge and we were like, here we go. And then, nope. So again and again, sorry. It sounded better as Bob Law, but yeah. yeah. Oh well. Hmm. Um, anyways, love stay or leave. We all love that crowd. Loves it. It was fantastic. Then Nolan mid set two step. That is the second mid set two step seen this year. And man, it is yes. so cool to be able to snag one of those. This was almost eleven minutes long. It was great. Crowd what is loved it not? It. I mean, it's it's the goat. It'll always mm-hmm. be the goat. That's and it. it's already I mean, it's already been played seven times this tour. I mean, that's amazing. I, I, you know, we were always wondering what's up. With, are they even going to give Two Step its proper due anymore? And they they have. They've been crushing it. I mean, kudos to the full band for that yeah. one. That has been really really cool. And then um, Nolan, we had a, a little bit of a yeah run here coming up you and me was fine obviously crowd loves it dave does a little improv before that he's been doing so that's fine i mean we knew we were going to get it after it got cut from the encore right night one so you know you're going to get it and nolan interesting thing happens here i knew it (laughs) you just can't escape this song either it no one's going to escape it funny the way it is we talk about it all the time not our favorite. And I got kind of duped because Dave did a little bit of a different thing on his prelude there. And, you know, it it really sounded like he was doing the chord progression for too high, like the start of too high, oh. but in the key of funny. So it's a little bit different. It's uh, a little bit higher pitched, I think, in funny than too high. They're played on um, different parts different frets or whatever but i got a little duped there and was like oh my gosh for like five or ten seconds even whipped my phone out to start recording so number one so i didn't later on think that i was crazy number two (laughs) just in case something freaking outstandingly weird was about to happen and awesome and then as soon as funny started i stopped (laughs) i know the video is so funny it's like oh yeah it does sound like too high and then he 
Lion in the pocket. And Bruce just like violently <laughs> ends the recording. Yeah. Uh, gave me a good laugh. I know. God, uh, it's just people love it, and you know I get it. Who are these people? Who are these people? I don't know. Show not, yourself. Not us. <laughs> God. <laughs> not Man, us. I'm tired. It's of just it. not. It's not a funny song. It's just not. There's nothing funny. It should just be called ironic. But there was already a good song by that name. So can't do it. Uh, damn it. Sorry. Sorry you had to see that. Um, but, you know, they pick it up a little bit with Break For It, but it's probably not the song you want following Funny The Way It Is, although it's been great, this tour. And, man, that groove with Jeff on the flute. Oh, my God. It's just, like, <laughs> hypnotic. And I'm just, like, doing the motion right now. And... Oh, Jeff's just grooving, man. He just has that locked in. And then he get, can't stop after that. I mean... It was not a good ride. I, I really was soured on Breakboard bad. that night. Um, it yeah. was not the part... It was not the time for it. it, it and, no. and, and sandwiched there, I was like, this is not a good song. It's I don't like this joke. song. I know. I was not... I was like, Breakboard isn't good. I thought it was good. I don't like it right now. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> And uh, when it started, Danielle was like, what is this song? Because, they, you know, when it starts, it's just Jeff. It's just kind of weird if you don't know what's happening. So I was kind of like, yeah, I, I mean, I know what it is, but this is this is weird. But it, it was still good. And, I, and I'm glad that they've brought it back this year. Don't get me wrong. I was just a little bit. And then when the Can't Stop guitar came out. I was like, man, this, what are they doing, Dave? No, just stop. Stop it right now. Stop playing mm-hmm. this song, Dave. And whoever is listening to this that is somewhat even remotely close to Dave or can give him shout <laughs> at him, tell him to stop. He has to stop. Anyways, that song was played. And then next, Nolan's the first tour debut of the night, 16 songs in. But, and we needed it. We needed this one right here. Minarets. What a good call here. The set needed it. The night needed it. And the tour needed it. Um, so that was awesome. That was fantastic. It was great to see that one. No Carter rap intro, though. Just a Dave scat. Interesting. That's a good tidbit there. Yeah, I don't... Uh, the rest of the show is spectacular. So oh. I guess... What I So you had four songs right there that were... Actually, I'll go with... You had several songs in this show that you did not want to see, but did the last uh, minarets through the end of the show make up for it? Yes. I mean, without question, especially what comes after this, I don't even remember, to be honest, the the stuff that I didn't like from the show because of the end and because of the things mm. that come up here. And nice. I was did not purchase a poster at the show, was pretty male and it like was all right that's cool it's, it's not bad and you know thought about it i was like eh. and then they were they released a swirl version today and i was gonna it's buy epic. that if it was reasonable because it looked incredible and just wound up not because it was 300 bucks but <laughs> i think that it was one of the more cool things that i've seen the swirl version anyways Regardless, that just means that I thought that the show became good enough to where it warranted remembering. And this ending run made it that way. Minarets, a sick crush, which 
Nolan, get this. The last time that was played before this show was six shows prior. That's a little interesting. The last time it was played was in Atlanta. Um, What? That was Man. weird. And I would Charlotte. not have guessed Man. that. No, no, we got it. I got it three shows in a row. <laughs> but yeah, it skipped. Uh, it skipped a few shows there. That's crazy. And then Nolan, pandemonium ensues. Pandemonium <laughs> comes down on Daly's place in Jacksonville. Yeah, I can only imagine. And we did imagine it in 2019, but it didn't happen. Uh, not quite like this. Uh, definitely a little bitter about it. But I'm glad you were there for it. At least someone from the podcast got to see. Oh, the epicness of the one and only Derek Trucks in his first time guesting with DMB. Mm. Oh my goodness. Uh Lion Our Graves, Bruce, tour debut, um, second one of the night. And short version, eight minute version. I know. But it packed a punch trucks on the slide guitar showing zero emotion. <laughs> as always. It's so epic. Uh just shredding Bruce. Please Paint the picture for us. It was truly incredible. And the picture really starts earlier in the day when there were rumors about Trucks and uh, Susan Tedeschi, obviously their spouses, and in a band together, uh, potentially guessing. Or at least they were going to be at the show. And then mm. someone confirmed they were going to be at the show. So I'm like, uh-oh, I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not getting my hopes up. They probably won't do anything. And if anything, you know, we saw 2019, Susan came out, which would still be great. But I've always wanted trucks, and especially here in Jacksonville. I mean, we did like a Twitter sort of campaign for him to do it before the last show. Anyways, Ugh. we get in the lots, we arrive there, we park, and I hear noise. You know, obviously there's, sounded like they were sound checking, maybe they were sound checking instruments, but it was like very distinct, loud guitar. And then a female voice started singing. And I was like, that's Susan. You know her voice. And she was singing Watchtower. Um, so, I was like, man, and it also sounds like another guitar. Is that Derek? Couldn't tell what other instruments there were or were not. But they were in there sound checking loud and clear. People were listening. Um, and, you know, people were about to go into the pit, actually. It was like five or ten minutes before people were going down into the pit. They were lining people up up there. It was uh, it was bizarre that they were still sound checking. But anyways, they were. And so we got a little, I got a little bit more excited but Nolan, when Derek just came out, I was like, okay, here we go. Because I guarantee you, he's going to play this, and then they're going to do one together. And that's exactly what I wanted. And I could not have guessed in a million years it would have been Lionheart Graves. And, man, was it ever a version. Obviously, we've gone into the Trey Anastasio version. We've gone into some Bela versions, I believe. This one will stand the test of time as one of the best. Yeah, I wish it was longer. I mean, if if it could have gone on forever, I wanted you know more. I wanted like a duel with him and Tim. I wanted Buddy. Buddy plays a little bit in there, but bring more like get a little soulful with Derek because Derek can play loud and soft. Oh man, it it has it all, but it has it all in snippets, and um, they could have gone much longer. But that eight minutes was one of the best one of the best you know song performances that i've seen ever on stage and thank you Derek trucks that was truly incredible and thank you dave and the boys or the band in general for bringing him up there but that was you know obviously not all we got um 
but yeah, Nolan, when I when I texted you, I guess that he was on stage and that they were playing Graves or whatever. Like, you know, what was your initial reaction? I don't know if I was who broke that news to you or how you found out, but what were? How did you feel? I was so mad. <laughs> no, that was I was like, yes, they're doing it finally. Uh, and then I had PTSD from Jacksonville 2019 um, immediately. But mm-hmm. no, it was awesome. I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to hear this. And now there's a obviously Copper Pot video on YouTube, multiple angles. It's amazing. It's epic. I love how Trucks and Carter were so locked in and the build so up, locked in. crescendo. Mm, Man, it is, it's greatness. It is really, really good. Um, so obviously we're going to play most of that right now. Listen to it now. Hey, uh, we, have a, uh, we have some good friends uh, don't live far from here. But I'd like to invite one of them to come up right now and play this song with us. Thank you all very much, Mr. Derek Trucks.
Man, I am so jealous you got to see that. And yeah, by the way, there's another song coming. Uh, <laughs> they do follow through with Watchtower. And man, Tedeschi nails this. Her voice is incredible. But she is just uh, just a monster on this song. I mean, she starts off singing, then it switches to Dave, then back to her, and um, they kind of trade off. It's mm-hmm. it's epic. This is a great, great, not a good, great version of Watchtower. Um, let's let's close the episode with this one, Bruce. Everyone can listen to a little extended Watchtower here uh, to end the ep. Yeah, but, hell um, yeah. I mean, throw throw the man. full thing on there. That that'd be awesome. Who cares how long this episode is? That was yeah. that was so awesome. And they it, it was not a standard Watchtower too. Obviously, they had to do some different things to finagle everybody in there and to make it sound right. And they did, and they did it right. No one was lost. You could tell that they rehearsed. I think mm-hmm. Rodrigo posted some pictures of them um, uh, in the back. Also, just Dave, Derek, and Susan practicing. And then, obviously, they were practicing on stage. Just awesome. They nailed it. Fantastic version. What a way to close. And, you know, at that point, you're just like, why is there even an encore? That was was it. And that was, you can't beat that. Um, That was, what, what what a thing to witness and be there for. Obviously, extremely, extremely wish that you were there to see it, but at the same time, as DMB fans, that we were able to receive it as, you know, just holistically, I think is is really, really special. Oh, thanks. But once again, I wouldn't want it to taint the memory of Jacksonville 2019 and uh, that incredible show that uh, we saw there together. Uh, you know, <laughs> things worked out. I'm actually, I have it pulled up right now because I was getting mad thinking about it. Um I'm just gonna run it through, and we'll just we'll just combine sets here real quick um, between these two nighters and uh, 2019. That girl is used so much to say. Billy's not terrible. Do you remember? Don't drink. Lying in the hands of God. Why I am satellite. Stand up. Here on out. Rapunzel. Cortez with Susan Tedeschi mid set while Derek trucks. Watch from the sidelines. Oh, what would you say? Warehouse can't stop you and me. Buy you Watchtower, and then a Granny Ants encore. Interesting. Uh, I would say the maybe the Granny Ants encore is the only thing that uh, has it on your night two here, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, would agree, um, definitely. And anyways, <laughs> that was that's a I had weird to do it. Show. I had to do it. That's a weird, weird show. But I'm glad they yeah, didn't right, do that again. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Dave comes back out, Rye Whiskey solo. He's done this a few times now. Um, I think a few shows <clears throat> here lately. He's loving that song. It is what it is. Uh, Ants to close. I think this is where Carter did a little intro, and I was like, oh, maybe this is. Maybe this was going to be Halloween. Just do it, do it, do it. No, nah, it wasn't going to be Halloween. It was Ants. Everyone was loving it. Again, we watched it kind of side stage, side of the pit, and got out of there extremely quickly, and it was awesome. What a fantastic end to that show. What a fantastic end to the Monday, Tuesday. This song, Nolan, I mean this song, this show, Nolan was two hours, 33 minutes in song time itself, longest of the tour. 
And we actually have seen the second longest of the tour as well. The only two shows to crack that two and a half hour mark, Charlotte and Jacksonville night two. Give Mm. me more music. I love that. Thank you guys. Thank you. Six tour debuts. Um, You know, maybe we could want 10. (laughs) I mean, you want double digits for two, whatever, but it was really solid. I, I didn't know what to expect. I went in with low expectations, Monday, Tuesday, random Jacksonville, small venue. You never know. It seems like they really like Jacksonville. I'm not going to lie. Band was having a ton of fun. The venue was great. The crowd was bringing it. And for such a small place, obviously sound echoes and reverberates louder. Uh, drum beat louder. It was very, very loud in there. It was excellent. <laughs> Come back to Daly's, Dave. Um, every year, two-night stand, and um, make it a weekend. Make it a weekend next time. How about that? Uh, yes, I'll be there if that's the case, for sure. Do it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, two things. Um, oh, no. Now I've forgotten what uh, one of the things was I was going to say. Hmm. Oh, two things. No repeats. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Question for the second item. Uh, has Rashawn been mimicking Dave's vocals at the end of Watchtower consistently, or was this a new thing? Because I had not picked up on it as much when he's doing the fire at the end. Um, because Didn't even Rashawn. Notice. Rashawn, I was on the boards and people were complaining about Rashawn. Um, <laughs> as always. That's as funny. always, but like, yeah, I was just curious if anyone knows. Let us know. I'm, I'm curious uh, about that. So I didn't think it was, I didn't think it sounded that bad. Just, just a thought. Um, people love to yeah, complain man. about Rashawn. Um, and um, I think maybe they were just finding something else to complain about him on i don't know but i i didn't really know i definitely didn't notice live i'll go back and listen but i mean i think that you can find other things to complain about people that entire version was sick don't worry about what's happening in the outro and everyone is just going nuts because of what just occurred anyways yeah let's let's move on (laughs) nolan we went way longer on jacksonville than i thought even uh we've got a couple more shows still this is going to be a two hour long episode um we've got a couple these Sorry, yeah. sorry, Blossom. Oh, I love Blossom. I always talk about it. It's my, one of my favorite venues. I love it so much. Nolan, um, we need to go at some point. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen. Maybe one day we'll just do it. Uh, just make it we'll random. It. Yeah. Um, solid oh, show there in Blossom. Nolan, One Sweet World opens second show in a row. This may have had mm. more to do with a Sirius XM broadcast. I don't know if One Sweet had opened anytime soon or whatever on that but they went with that but pretty solid show i mean you've got mostly standard stuff nothing that really jumped out i really liked seeing uh grace and to seek up i think you pointed that out and i was like oh i didn't even know they did that and yep they did it was awesome and only one tour debut nolan but pretty solid tour debut i was surprised it hadn't been played already yeah they in the the main set with stay and um, a welcome addition. I like that. Would love it if they opened with it. Or mid-set, I think, is... It's obviously fitting to close. um, But I would love it early in the set. I think it would be awesome. Um, But yeah, other than that, nothing really stands out here. Um, 
Just pretty standard. Yeah. Two step did close, but one thing about stay, mm-hmm. um, Dave actually did some staying extra long down here in the Jacksonville area. He was even at one of uh, the breweries in one of the beaches close by, not in Jacksonville per se, but in the area. The night before Blossom, um, he was doing some um, mingling around one of the towns in one of the nice towns up on the beach area. And there were some pictures, Some of, I think the actual brewery and restaurant or whatever posted them, that Dave was still here. I was like, what? And one of my coworkers knows the guy that runs this paint shop, like one of the painting things that you can go do, and Dave did it that night. Um, so then I guess he either flew up or rode his bus overnight um, to get back to get up to Blossom and play that show. So Dave, a little extended vacation down here in the Jacksonville uh, area. So that's awesome. So maybe he really, really does like the uh, beaches around here. We do have some good stuff here. So thank you, Dave. And uh, that was pretty cool. But then they had another jaunt on over to their home state, Nolan, Virginia. And this will close out our seven-show run here over in Bristow, just outside of D.C. Uh, I don't think Brendan attended this show, but this would have been closer to a hometown show than anything so far for Mr. BK and his lovely wife. But I think they had other things to do uh, this weekend. So uh, cheers to that family, actually. They... Um, had a much more important thing than this stupid show to go to. So, Nolan, um, Bristow, Virginia, Jiffy Lube Live, the last place Leroy Moore graced his presence on a stage with DMB. This place always has a special place in everyone's heart, including the bands. Um, why don't you go through this show a little bit and um, and, and let us know how it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not not our favorite show of the tour, but uh, is what it is. That girl is you opener. That is happening again. Oh. They're consistently changing up the uh, the openers. It seems, but maybe kind of falling back into uh, that normal rotation. We'll see. We'll keep our eyes out for that. Um, that girl is you. When the world ends, Gray Street. I like Gray Street in the third slot. That's nice. See. Uh, Madman's Eyes, The Maker, shows up again. And then a t- tour debut of So Right. Yes, yes. We Love were like that. texting. I know, we were texting. We are like, So Right. This is the most exciting thing about this show. So Right, tour debut. Um, so that's that's it for that. Uh, come on, come on. Sledgehammer, Lying in the Hands of God. Tough little run there. Uh, Don't Drink the Water, Lover Lay Down. Nice. Rooftop, tour debut. One thing to say about Rooftop, I listened to it because I wanted to see if they had worked on it or changed anything up with this um, related to the jam or the, um, what is, stop time? Breakdown. Breakdown. I don't know. Breakdown. I don't know. Uh, no, it's the same. Damn it. It's been the same for a while. So, I don't know. I think they have some room to do something cool there in the jam with that one and change it up. Um, kind of like they've done with Jimmy and... Multiple songs over the years. Um, do you remember? Crush is back. 15, almost 16-minute version. Walk Around the Moon, late set. Bayou, tour debut, followed by You and Me and Warehouse. Another set, main set closing warehouse. Bruce, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's it for the main set. Why don't you uh, why don't you take the encore here? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that set, so I, we can... 
move on anyway. So cool. A, f- a four second number forty tease. They claim here it was literally a dune to dune to dune. I think just real quick, and then Dave played an awesome Virginia in the rain, which it had rained. I think earlier and then i think it was raining during the encore maybe during the show someone said that it was actually raining so in virginia that's cool and we we love that song we'd love to see it come back full band although it's fantastic in this iteration of dave solo and um with tim when he does that we we love that love 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 that song anyways ants closes this was a fairly forgettable show in my opinion which is fine uh, you did get so right though, rooftop. I kind of wish they'd do something different on that song because it's okay. Like it, it could do some things. I'm just kind of over it. By you, mm-hmm. I think they should try something different in that song too. Uh, yes. They've played it a lot since Buddy Strong it's joined time. the band, and it's time to change it up a little bit. I know it was the first time of the tour. I get it, people. I get it. It hasn't been played a lot. Uh, they've played it a ton of times in Bristow, seven times, which is interesting. Um, but anyways, yeah, just kind of a mess show. Cool poster, by the way. Um, so that was neat, I guess. But yeah, I think that that was meh at best. And now, Nolan, we move on to um, to Xfinity Center. Two Xfinity Center shows. And it's not a two-night stand. Mansfield and Hartford, they both have the same venue name, which is super weird. But some pretty famous DMB venues. They oftentimes get good shows. I'm really intrigued to see what happens this weekend. I'm hoping that they're better than Blossom and Bristow and that we can get some really interesting stuff as we kind of start to head into some really meaty weeks, um, meaty shows here on the tour, some uh, big-time venues for the band coming up. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one jumping back to that encore, I, I did think, one, I would take – a song like Virginia in the Rain, Dave Solo, at every show. Like, I don't, I'd much rather see a song that he's written like that instead of Rye Whiskey. I mean, I mean we've, we say it every year, but would love an original Dave Matthews or Dave Matthews band song played Dave Solo in the E1 spot. Mm-hmm. That's 100%. not Sister or Something to Tell My Baby or Rye Whiskey or whatever. Um, Man, yeah. But Dave does say, I think I played this song the last time we were here. And you know what? He was right. That show ended after a massive uh, storm. It was truncated a little bit. They ended with Every Day into Ants, Virginia in the Rain into Two Step, into Halloween uh, in 2019. So that's a pretty epic run there. Um, Actually, a pretty good show. Did they play last stop? Um, They played half stop. Half stop, okay. Yeah, they played. It's actually. I'll do a quick run through, really quick. So much to say. Uh, bridge, too much opener. Do you remember rooftop crush storm? Come tomorrow, second opener, and then half stop. Uh, stair leave Jane Joyride. Don't drink here on out. Funny. Write a song. Can't stop Jimmy. Back in <laughs> black. Staying alive. Fly like an eagle, and then the closing run. So. They usually get some good stuff from Bristow. <laughs> yeah. I, I I like we've gone so far off the rails tonight that we are reading uh, sets from 2019. Bristow and Jacksonville. Shout out. Um, I think I remember like watching Bristow for some reason. Yeah. Streamed? I don't know. Something. I don't know. It was but, streamed. 
That was weird. They should do that more. I don't know why they don't. Um, it was uh, it was webcast live on YouTube via dmblivestream.com. Cool. Do more of those. What are they doing? Um, <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Nolan, we need to get out of here. We need to get you some rest because you've got a concert to go to tomorrow. And right. I'm super, super jealous that you get to see this band before I do. I, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I know. Well, I was very jealous of you getting to witness Trucks and Tedeschi Fair uh, enough. with the Matthews Band. So I guess we're just going to have to trade off. Uh, I, I'm cool with yeah. that. I'll take that because I think that that was yeah. worth it. So I'll take that. Oh, I will maybe wow. purchase the Goose concert stream tomorrow night and watch it with you. How about that? It won't oh, be the well, same. That sounds but... awesome. <laughs> we'll what are you going to do when Goose? What are you going to do when Goose covers Lie in Our Graves? Ooh, probably. <laughs> take my shirt off or something and just I don't know I don't know why I resort uh, to that but I'll, I'll lose it and um, they're, they're certainly going to cover can't stop because you you can't uh, they can't stop either but yeah hope you enjoy the show dude that'll be awesome maybe why don't thanks, you post man. some stuff on our socials because we want to get the goose guys on here there's a couple of guys in the band that um, I mean goose wouldn't be they they'd probably still be a band, but they they have uh, they have some Dave ties in there, and we're trying to get them on the podcast. We're trying to get them to come on and talk about that and their links to DMB. So we'll see what happens. Nolan, why don't you go do some um, live on the ground reporting tomorrow <laughs> from the Goose Show, and and why don't you let everybody know where they can find all of your all of your Goose takes? Yeah, look for our Goose coverage at, uh, on our <laughs> socials at Gray Street Pod. And Facebook, the corner of Gray Street Podcast. Hit us up with uh, any emails, whatever you want to hear from us, suggestions, feedback, whatever. GraystreetPod at gmail.com. Bruce, that's a wrap. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the weekend to those of you that are going to Mansfield and Hartford. I know a couple of people are. So I can't wait to hear what you guys think of those. Enjoy, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time on the corner of Gray Street.
Hey music fans, we wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy.